when I saw what people are offering online for free, then it made me, uh, it made it clearer to me how I am unique and what value I bring to the table. So that helped me to decide how to make things unique rather than just giving it away. This is episode 25 of the Online Course Guy podcast. I'm Jacques Hopkins, the Online Course Guy, and this is the show where we show you how to turn your hobby or passion into a profitable online course. I was able to do just that with the piano, and now after eight years as an engineer, I now support my family just for my online piano course. Today on the show, I was joined by Melly, or Ukulele Melly on Maui. She is She has an online course on how to play the, as she calls it, the ukulele. I always thought it was the ukulele, uh, but she corrected me. And she has been doing this for quite a while. She is in Hawaii on Maui. And, uh, and so we talked about several things, as you can imagine. We talked about how important having her husband help her with her business. We talked about how her top advice for people just getting into online courses is to just get started. Don't strive for perfection right from the start just get started get something out there and finally we did talk about how her number one traffic generator how people enter her funnel is actually people visiting maui and they get in that hawaiian spirit they want to maybe take an ukulele lesson while they're visiting hawaii and they find her there local and they go have a local lesson with her and then when they leave they want to keep going so there she's got her online course to offer them when they when they part from maui so there's a lot of takeaways from this uh, discussion and so so let's go ahead and jump right in it to uh to our chat with ukulele meli on maui hey meli welcome to the show thank you Oh, aloha. I'm very jealous. What's the weather like in Maui? Oh, it's a beautiful day today. Beautiful day in Maui, May, as we like to say. That's, that's great. Well, look, I wanted to ask you, you know, probably one of the most important questions first. Is it pronounced ukulele or ukulele? Thank you for asking that. So it is, when you say the whole name, it's ukulele, uh-huh. which means jubilee. If you just say, bring your uke with you, then, which is just the short version, right. then it's uke. Then it's uke. It's a short uke. Okay. So the well, difference is, is if it's long, it's oo, and if it's short, it's uke. That's fascinating. I've, you know, I've always said ukulele and uke, uh, but when I was watching some of your videos, I noticed you always say ukulele, and I figured that you knew what you were talking about. Yes. Yeah. Would you like a little, a mini history lesson? Give it to word. me. Give it to me in just a few sure. seconds. Sure. Okay. Oh, give it to you in first. Okay. So ukulele. So ukulele is a Hawaiian word. Uh-huh. So uku means jumping and lele means flea. So the original, when they first named it, they said, "Oh, that's a jumping flea," because the guy that was playing <laughs> it, hands were moving so fast. Uh-huh. Oh, that's an ukulele. Then as the story goes, this is during the time of the 1879. So as the story goes, the uh, sister of King David Kalakaua, who's the king at the time, she says, wait a minute, there's another meaning for the word ukulele, where, where uku means gift and lele means to come. So it's the gift that came to us from Portugal. Okay. So there's, 
There's two meanings behind the word ukulele. I like the first meaning better, I think. <laughs> okay, so look, let me ask you this. When, uh, take me back to the time when you decided you had this gift of the ukulele and you wanted to share it with people in the, in the way, one of the ways you wanted to share it was with an online course. Can you take me back to that time? Well, as the story goes, so in uh, 2011, uh, I had been teaching ukulele courses at our local senior center for adults uh, 55 and better. And they were the ones that told me I needed to get out into the virtual classroom, as they told me. So I took out a business license and I launched my website in November of 2011. And at this time when I was doing the planning stages of my website, a friend of mine said, how are you gonna make your website sticky? Meaning, how are you gonna get people to return? So I thought about that and I thought, well, shoot, if I put on a online lesson once a month and do it new every month, that that would be a, get, be a way for people to come back. So I started it as a meaning, as a way for people to come to the website to learn. Because my, so a lesson means a two page downloadable song sheet without music. You don't have to be able to read music to, read, to learn from me. A video uh, lesson on how to play it. The audio recording uh, so you can play along with it. And the video story behind the song in keeping with Hawaiian oral history traditions, whether the song is Hawaiian or not. And when I started, it was for people that already played. And when I got up to 50 lessons, I thought, that's it. <laughs> that was a lot. So then I decided to, re to look at this and repackage what I already had put online so that it made sense by ability. So now I have a beginner course for beginners, a what I call a beyond the basics, which is includes that plus harder stuff. And then the full access to the full 50, which is for advanced players, because they can pick from the whole selection of it. So okay. a person now it's geared to where a person's ability is at. Because I realized at the center, the senior center where I teach classes, that even though I would advertise, must be able to play C, F, and G7 chords confidently with the emphasis on confidently. Uh -huh. That's what I was getting. I was getting all these beginners that really were a beginner. I mean, they didn't know how to hold it. They didn't do you know, anything. So I decided I really need to emphasize more courses on the beginner side. So that's what I did. So are, am I hearing you correctly that when you started in 2011, you were putting out one new video per month? Is that correct? Yes. Yes. And one. That, go ahead. And that was a free video? Oh, no. That, that, was, that was started. You'd have to pay for that. But it okay. was the same rate as it went up. I didn't increase rates at all. Okay. So it was $10 a month. And, and was your initial audience, was it just those people at the senior center? No, it was, it was online. So actually, my first audience was really my, um, my ideal student. Comes, I also teach, um, well, I should back up. The online courses are just one of the tools in my toolbox mm -hmm. for teaching. I also teach private lessons on Maui through Skype. The online lessons, I have packaged song sets of book, DVD, CD for different levels of learning. I have right now, I have single song downloads. So if you know there's just one song you want, you just want Meli Kalikimaka for Christmas. 
you just want Jingle Bells for Christmas with a Hawaiian verse, you can just download that. Uh -huh. So, and I teach lessons, classes at our senior center, and I perform. So, okay. online lessons is just part of the tools in the toolbox. Yeah, so I'm, I'm curious how you got, in, you know, today your audience is global, I'm assuming, is that correct? Yes, I have, oh, that's, thank you for asking. Yes, they come from all over the place. And some people start, they just find me online and they start on there. Some people come to private lessons on Maui. They happen to be here on vacation from Australia, wherever they're coming in from. They take a private lesson. At the end of the lesson, I said, you know, this can be an ongoing thing for you. Besides just the one-time shot. If you okay. want to continue learning, you can continue online. And so I've had some people that continue online that way. Okay. Melly, do you consider yourself a like technical computer person? <laughs> You're asking the person that didn't know what a podcast is. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I learn. <laughs> so I, 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 let me back up. My husband is the one that films us doing, films me doing my video lessons. Uh, we record our audio re things together. Um, what I do is I know how to do HTML and I have to do some basic coding. Really? So okay. I, yeah, so I'm able to do a lot of the work with my webmaster to be able to do a lot of the coding stuff behind the scenes. Okay. The reason I ask is because you, you are the ukulele expert, right? And there's people all over the world that are an expert in something. And one of the biggest barriers to them turning that thing into an online course is more of the technical side, the computer side, the website, the marketing side. Right. And so that's one of the things I really like to dig into with people like yourself is, okay, obviously, you know how to play ukulele, you know how to teach ukulele, but how are you able to make a website and get people to go to that website? And you talked about some of the marketing already to where people were coming to you in person um, on Maui, and then you would pitch these, the online lessons as a way for them to continue with it after they left the island. Right. Right. But did you mostly outsource? Uh, you mentioned you know a little bit of HTML, but you also mentioned a, a web um, a webmaster, right? Did you mostly outsource the the video filming no. and the, the web design no. and all that initially? No. no, everything is us. So I guess you could say <laughs> I guess you could say I am kind of tech savvy in, in okay. one sense of the word. One thing that I wanted to point out, though, which is part of um, one of the questions I know is, is what advice do you have for people? And to me, that advice is, is you just got to get started. Yeah. When we, when we first started the recording, I had an idea of what I wanted. I knew as a student what I would want to see. So I used that in my mind, and we started recording the video lessons out in our garage with our outdoor lighting system that we, because we perform outdoors a lot. So we had our outdoor lighting system and we just started. Then as time went on, we learned more things. So we were able to, and because um, this is very important to me, so as we learn more, I said, let's redo everything with the new knowledge we've gained. So we've done that. I've done 50 of them all over again because we learned more things. One of the things we learned how to do was when we first started, we used, um, I'm a PC person, but we went out and we got an iPad because we heard about GarageBand as a 
way to record music that was easy. So we did that on the iPad. But because we're PC people, we had to record it, send it up, bring it down to my husband's computer so that he could convert it to the file that we needed. Now, as time went on, when we put the videos on our website, we put it on initially as a streaming FLV file, okay? Then last year, I hear from a Apple user who says, I can't see these. And I said, what do you mean? It's supposed to, the web is supposed to be cross-platform and all this. So we ended up through my webmaster saying, okay, we have to re-record these things as MP4 videos and then put them up. So in the process, before we did that re-recording, we learned how to use a teleprompter app through my iPad so that we could connect the uh, camera on the other side so that I could read when I'm doing my story videos, I could read the script and it looks like I'm talking right to you because I'm reading the script to the other side. Mm -hmm. so we learned how to do that. So that went up. We also got a lapel mic for me. So now I'm connected from here right into the camera. So that went up. We also figured out how uh, all this time I'm also, because people learn visually, so I have my little chord shapes on a Velcro board that I put up here. And I learned how to, I figured out how to be more consistent with the look and feel of that. That um, I have a method for forming chord shapes. Some is by what I call home base, which is a certain way of holding, and some are off. So I would put, okay, I'd explain now these here you get from home base. These are off-base chords, and then I would explain it here. The latest thing that we figured out technically is my husband figured out by watching other people's videos, he says, wow, this is really neat how they can put the shape of the chord, what you're holding with your fingers, underneath. So during the video filming, if I'm whatever chord I'm holding with my hand, which is hard to see, he puts the shape right underneath it. So not only do you see it here, you also see it. And so as my hand changes, because I'm singing as I'm doing this, you can see the shape change. So as soon as he figured out how to do that, we've re we're redoing everything again. <laughs> so we just like to put the best product we can out there to make it easy for people to learn. Well, you guys are um, you guys are more tech savvy than than I expected because you know one of the one of the first things you told me when I reached out to you initially about being on my podcast was um, what's a podcast? That's right. That's right. And I was blown away that you had this successful online course and the successful online presence and your production quality of your videos is amazing and didn't know what a podcast was. So I was really curious to find out your story and how you were able to do all this. And um, I guess, you know, podcasts maybe aren't very popular on Maui, whereas all this other stuff is, because it sounds like you guys have done a lot of things the right way. Yes, yes, well, thank you. And um, I have a side story for you. Okay. Um, my, um, when I first, uh, years ago, in 1996, I took a course at, we were living in Maryland at the time, and I went to George Washington University to take a dynamic website development class. And all it said was, basically, this is how I interpret it, for beginners, learn how to design websites. So I said, okay, what do you have to need to know? And it said, no prerequisite. Must know how to turn on computer. And I said, okay, I know how to do that. <laughs> when I went to the course, it was all, I, my 
my level of how fast I had to learn was so steep that both the instructor and both the, my fellow class, classmates were going, what are you doing? I didn't know about, um, this was PC, I didn't know how to save files, to make directories, to any of that stuff. This is very basic stuff. I, I knew how to turn the thing on. And I went all the way up to where the, at, toward the end, the instructor said they couldn't believe it that I could do learn and my capacity for learning was just huge. I just hadn't learned it yet. Mm -hmm. So again, I, I, um, I don't know everything out there, but I'm willing to learn. And it's, it's hard to keep up with all the changes as things occur, but that's, yeah. that's okay. Your advice to people just getting started that you mentioned a few minutes ago was basically just get started, just, just get started. started. So can you get more specific? What, what would somebody get started with? How would they get started? <laughs> How would you get started? Yeah. Um, so what we did, I got started by just doing it. That's what I mean. Some people wait till everything is just perfect. Oh, I've got to have all my technology, all everything, all perfect before I put one lesson out there to see if there's anybody interested. And I said, no, I'm going to go with what, what I feel good about. If the product and the service of, of what I'm doing, I feel good about, let's, let's just try it and see if they will come. And if they don't come, that's okay. I will just keep on trying and, and, trying to figure out what I think people want to learn and then how to present it so that it is easy for them to learn and at the same time feel good about that project. So it's just about, sometimes we hold each other back. That's all I'm saying. Just well, if, if you could get a little more specific and let, let, me, let me ask the question a little more okay. specifically. Let's say that I um, am a harmonica player and um, I've taught a few people in person how to play harmonica and I want to start an online course, but I have no background in making a website. I have no background in being on camera, in teaching on camera. I have no online background, no marketing background. You're telling me to just get started. I don't know what to do. How do I get started? Ah, yes, I do come with a, a lot of knowledge before I could, should say just get right. started. I understand what you're saying now. Ah, so how do you get started when you don't know anything about anything? <laughs> um, uh, so how I started my website was I got together with one of my students who we just happened to take the same course together, this doing business on the internet course. And because she was also one of my ukulele students, she had the um, subject matter interest in her head. So we sat down together and we crafted out what, how we think people want to learn and what would be a good approach to presenting that. Okay. Um, one thing I did want to point out was that when I first started the lesson, how do I figure out what song to do? Okay, so you're a harmonica player. How do you figure out where to, where to start, right? So when I first started, I, I put on songs that I'm familiar with for people that already play, because this was also used as a curriculum for my students at the local senior center. But what I mentioned earlier is what I found is that's not where people are at. People are at the beginning stages. So I had to relook and re-examine at the songs that I wanted to present to make sure they were easy enough for beginner beginners. So it's first Who's your audience? If they're beginner beginners, what are the easiest songs that they can play? 
And not only the easiest songs, but in, in my case, because we are in, um, in Hawaiian people think ukulele, they think Hawaiian music, that's not what my beginner courses, the songs are. They're all Ameri traditional American classics that I chose specifically because one, they're in the public domain, so I don't have to worry about royalties and copyright issues, nice. which is a whole other ballpark. Yep. And two, because they are old, people probably know them. So it's a lot easier to play She'll Be Coming Around the Mountain when she comes and learn how it, if you already have that song in your head. So it's, it's those kinds of steps figuring out not only what, who is your target audience, what do you think they're capable of playing, how do you start with the easy stuff so people can do that, but also making sure on the business side of music, I had to learn that the hard way, the business side of music, the whole copyright issue and royalty and all that stuff, how to avoid that so you don't get in trouble. Yeah, I've had to do that myself because I'm, we're, we're in a very similar uh, industry and niche. Um, so is your, the, the, your best tip for getting around that stuff, is it to just teach songs that are in the public domain? Yes, yes. Okay. And, and for those both reasons, not only from a royalty-free, don't worry about it kind of thing, but also from a from your student standpoint, if they know the song, it's going to be 10 times easier for them mm -hmm. to play it. Yeah, so it's kind of a win-win on it's your side. It's a win-win, yep. People, for me, people really like to learn very modern stuff on the piano from me. Mm -hmm. So John Legend, Adele, Bruno Mars, and those are not in the public domain. Ooh. So um, so I think we're, we're, we're saying the same thing, where if people are interested in teaching those songs online, you do have to worry about licensing and and royalties and copyrights and all that. Would you agree? Yes, I would agree. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think either of us are going to um, provide legal advice there, but except for just telling people, hey, it's not as simple as just teaching a song. You have to do more uh, diligence than that. Yes, yes. When you're doing the business of music online, you have to... I changed my whole strategy because I went to a work, a business workshop about intellectual property because I had a plan and I was going to use popular songs that people more people know. And then when I realized the hassle I would have to go through to find, to trace everything back to and how, what percentage I'd have to pay to who to, in order to get up to hundred percent for that one song, I said, that's not worth it to me. Mm -hmm. So I checked my plan A and I went to plan B. And luckily, it was Plan B was before I launched. So <laughs> what we're talking about is the prep, the the uh, before you actually get get out there kind of thing. Yeah, the good. That are really really important. Um, and I was going to say, I'm glad you mentioned that because I get a lot of people coming to me for help with their online courses based on an instrument because that's how I got started as well. And a lot of people don't realize that they even have to think about that. No, you can't just make a video and put it out there of a, a song that is not in the public domain. What were you gonna say? That is right. Um, a couple of things. One is that uh, where, let me, let me back up. So I'm in, what make, one of the things that makes me unique is not only the method of how to hold and form ukulele chords, but it's also about how to strum different rhythm patterns to make the song unique. 
So what I get enjoyment out of is when I hear that my students, they learn, let's say she'll be coming around the mountain with a, I call it my humding a strum, then they take that humding a strum that they learn and then they apply it to their favorite song. Mm. So that is this, I want to talk about what does success mean to you? Yeah? That it's about how, to me, it's about how people take what I teach them and then apply it to their own real world situation and then make music and the joy of making music. Because it's not only about this is a way or the only way to play, she'll be coming around the mountain. That's not true. This is a one way and then you can apply this to other things. So that's, that's part of it. Yeah, that's awesome. So next I want to, I want to ask you about your husband because what I've found, um, (laughs) what I've found in talking to almost everybody on this podcast is their spouse plays a big role in their business. And um, much like what I'm hearing from you, you're you're the expert in ukulele and then your husband handles a lot of the video filming and uh, marketing and, and things like that. Where do you think you would be without him at this point? I wouldn't be where I am. I really wouldn't. And uh, to really back up, we met on stage in Washington, D.C., performing. We're entertainers first. And so he sings and he plays uh, ukulele bass, the U bass. And um, so that ability to play and sing, that's first. Then he is also very curious about technology. And so he's taught himself, figured out things, how to do, what camera is the best video camera to use. We've changed cameras through the years as we've learned different things. You know, what makes the most sense? In, term, in fact, we just now got a new teleprompter thing where it's all going to be all in one unit. So it'll be easier for him. For And how do we do our lessons so that we, we have a long shot and then, and then he focuses in when I'm just, when I'm playing so you can see the hands. So um, I, I, I wouldn't be where I am with him. That, that, is, that is the bottom line. <laughs> All right, so let's, um, let's get into a, a little bit more specifics about your course or course offerings. Ooh. Let's say that um, I wanted to take your course. And for me, I don't have any experience on a, an ukulele. And um, like you said, uh, with the CFG, you know, playing, um, what was the word you said you wanted people to, to be able to play confidently. confidently, right? So I wouldn't even know where to put my fingers. So I would be a complete beginner. Yes. Um, let's say I go onto your website, which course, what, what would you recommend that I purchase on your site? What does it look like and how much does it cost? So the first thing you would do was to, is to click on the monthly online lessons. And then you can, then you self-select. Are you a beginner? Do you, do you know nothing? Do you know something? Do you know a lot? So if you know nothing, it's okay. That's where you begin. So you click that button, and then it'll take you to the beginner online lessons, also known as the Ukulele Mali Basics. Okay. Then you have two choices. You can either get a one-month trial, just to, what it is, one month to check it out, see if you like it or not, or... You click below that and you subscribe to the recurring monthly package thing, which saves you five dollars. Okay, so what is the what is the pricing for each of those? So it's it's um, twenty five dollars or twenty dollars, depending on what you're doing. If you're doing a one month trial or if you're doing a recurring, and what you get for that time period 
is access to eight plus lessons that you go onto my website with your username and password that you get to see. And each lesson, this is all designed for beginners now. How do you hold it? How do you strum? How do you strum up? How do you strum down? Just all the very basic stuff. And uh, each lesson consists of the two-page paper song sheets of my song arrangement that you don't need to re have be able to read music in order to learn from it. My video lesson of how to play the song. My audio recording that you can play along with it. And then my video story behind the song in keeping with Hawaiian history traditions, whether it is Hawaiian or not. One thing I found interesting is we specifically recorded the audio recording for people to play along with it, thinking that that's what they would do. What I'm hearing is that people are playing along with the video lesson because it's easier to play along as they're watching my hands move. And I thought, okay, <laughs> that's kind of interesting. But anyway, so that's the beginner class for course. And you can renew, you know, 30 days at a time. So that's, that's what that is. How long do people usually stick around for in that? That depends. I had a person that stuck around for six months. And, and that started actually at uh, the senior center where I use also the course as my, as a curriculum. So came to class, did that, and then continued for about six months. And I went, okay, that's, you know, that's just great. And what, one thing I'd also like to say is that because this is online, if people have questions and they need that feedback, which you can only get through private lessons, that is also available. So I do teach through Skype, so private webcam. Okay. Would you, mind, would you mind sharing like a ballpark, how many active users do you have right now? Oh, so not many, not many. I'm very small potatoes. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so it's, it's a very small number. So I would say in the past, and I've only been – Let's see, the courses itself have only been around for a couple of years now because okay. it's taken me a while to develop them and then to put them into tiers and then to go in them. So I'd say overall from beginner through advanced, see advanced has access to everything and those people are, are very, anyway, people renew at different rates. So, you know, I would say about less than 200 for the whole shipping. It's not very many. I'm very small. Okay, let's 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 ballpark it at two hundred. Those are monthly recurring subscribers. I would say that's not small potatoes. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, that's my opinion. You know, just to give you an example, my model is um, I sell my courses more like a one-time fee, and people get lifetime access to it as opposed to a monthly oh. recurring subscription, right? Oh, oh, and, oh. oh. <clears throat> Um, I've sold in, in the lifetime of it, I've sold about 1500 copies of it, but those are not recurring uh, membership fees. You know, people pay me one time and they're really not paying me any more money. So if you've got nearly 200 active users that are paying you money each and every month. That's, oh, oh, oh that's I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean each and every month. I mean, through the life of a couple of years, there's been about 200. Okay. Okay. I got you. But still, still a good number. A lot of people would, um, be very jealous of that number, I would say. Ah, okay. So what no, is a, what's a typical workday look like for you? 
Every day is different because online lessons is only one tool in my toolbox. Right. For example, yesterday we were all day out because we were giving a presentation on the story of the ukulele in concert at a uh, public library that's also part of a school in Hana. And Hana is a town that takes us about two hours to get to from here. So it was all day to go down there, give the program, turn around, and come back. That was my day. And it was rainy. And it was miserable. <laughs> but it, and now the day is it's just great. So um, every day is, is just different. Because it's not only the um, presentation time of the entertainment side. There's also the teaching side of the private lessons the development of new curriculum for online lessons. How do I do things better? There's the physical classrooms. There's, it, it's just endless. My day is very varied. I love it. I just love it. Is there, um, it seems like you've come, you have like a lot of stories to share and different aspects of, fit, of your business that you wanted to share with my audience. Is there anything else that you can think of that you want to share? Ukulele, no, no matter what subject matter it is that you're going to do an online course. Ah, <laughs> one of the things I wanted to mention that I realized was a good thing about online courses is that I can duplicate myself without really duplicating myself. Yes. That's really what the bottom line is. There was a time a few years ago I had laryngitis and I had to cancel everything, all my live classes, everything for a period of time because I, I could I just lost I couldn't talk I couldn't sing and and when I went to the doctor I said you know what that's like to tell a singer they can't sing I said that's that's just horrible <laughs> anyway um, so when I realized that when I do am in good voice that I can record my lessons and I can put them up there then I don't have to worry when I have laryngitis so to be able to duplicate what I do to replicate myself, which I enjoy the, the art of, the joy of teaching and sharing the joy of making music, that, uh, that really worked for me. Yeah, it, online courses make you scalable. You know, the, I, I tell a story similar to what you just said. It wasn't laryngitis, but when my second daughter was born a few months ago, I was able to take an entire month off and not do anything because I have an online course. That is, that is great. That is really great. Yeah. So um, that's going to, that's going to about do it. Uh, really appreciate you ha having you on uh, Melly. Um, sounds like you're doing some awesome things. I'd love to uh, check out your course one day. I, th I think it would be cool to, uh, to learn to play the, the uke or ukulele uh, one day. Uh, it's one thing I like about it <clears throat> as compared to guitar is it has two less strings, I think. So to me, it just seems like it would be easier. Um, but, but why don't we close out this way? Just tell people um, a little more about you and uh, where they can find you online. So, my business is Ukulele Mele on Maui because my name is Mele and I play the ukulele and I live on Maui. So it's easy kind of to remember Ukulele Mele on Maui. And if you click on my website, ukulelemeleonmaui.com, then you will see that you can click on online lessons, private lessons on Maui. You can learn more about our entertainment side, events, more than you ever wanted to know. 
So to get started on a monthly online lessons, you would just click on monthly online lessons, pull that down, self-select what you want, and then go from there. And I'll give you the, the direct link to make that easier for you. Yeah, we'll put that in the show notes. And that would be great. Um, before we, we go, I wanted to mention one thing that I was thinking about adding. And that is um, when I was first starting and I thought, okay, what's going to make me different video-wise when, why would people pay when they can get all this free stuff on YouTube? Mm -hmm. And that was a real driving thing. I had to think about what value added can I add for free that people would want to pay? And one of the things that I did for research-wise was to, which I wish, when I think back, I wish I'd spent more time on this part of the research thing, was to see what other people are doing out there. Because when I saw what people are offering online for free, then it made me, uh, it made it clearer to me how I am unique and what value I bring to the table. So that helped me to decide how to make things unique rather than just giving it away. That being said, I do have my own YouTube channel. I do put stuff on there for free to try to, to show people what they can learn. And it was also where I started to, um, and so when I look at my beginning ones, where versus where I am now, technology wise, it's, it's just very different. That being said, when we have people that find us that come to see us on Maui, they just happen to be on Maui, they find us on YouTube, they know that we're praying at a certain place and they show up. And, and they all remark about how they saw us on YouTube. And I thought, oh, no, that's not the good stuff. You need <laughs> that kind of thing. But anyway, so YouTube is there. It's another tool in the toolbox, but it's like how you make that differentiation between giving it away for free versus making something that people will want to come back and return mm -hmm. to and have that stickiness and the business angle of a online course. And that's the constant challenge I think we have for all of us, no matter what our subject matter is, is how do we do that in this age of when people want stuff for free and they want it now. Ukulele Melly on um, Maui. That's it. Thanks, Melly. Thank you. Aloha. Thanks again to Melly for joining me on today's episode of the Online Course Guide podcast. And thank you to everyone out there listening or watching on YouTube. If you are ready to get started, I've got a, a great free resource for you at the theonlinecourseguide.com. It's the eight steps to turning your hobby or passion into a profitable online course. Just head over to theonlinecourseguide.com to get started and we'll see you in the next episode.